good afternoon and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the People's Patriot Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It's Tuesday, May 12th, 2020. Still working our way out of this uh, coronavirus scamdemic. Well, this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Now, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is the raw materials. When you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself. H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. And uh, there's all kinds of information there. I, uh, all the uh, product lines we talk about, the Longevity Nutritional Supplements, the CTFO CBD oils, the Stem Enhance Ultra by Cerule, the X39 Patch by LifeWave, the Pulsed Electromagnetic Therapy Unit that we talk about under the Circulation section of the Trinity of Health tab. Kind of buried in the site, but well worth the journey to find it. And uh, lastly, the coffee I drink, Gano XL, which is fantastic. <laughs> and uh, a whole lot less expensive than the stuff that you buy out there at the designer coffee shops, especially the ones that cost you so many bucks, if you get my whatever. Anyway, um, check it out. You know, try things out. They all have uh, money-back guarantees, so if you try something you don't like it for some reason, which is highly unlikely, but if you do, uh, you can get a refund. So I encourage you to check that out and then scroll the bottom of the page and you'll see the Facebook button that you set up for the, we have a page set up for the show. And I've been posting articles right up through, uh, well, last night. I haven't done it yet today. Kind of been running around with a, a lot of different things going on, but uh, putting out fires and that kind of stuff. But they're all put out and we're ready to roll. So uh, check out the uh, Facebook page. Lots of good information there. And then uh, if you have any questions about anything, you can click the Contact Me button, send me an email or call. Just keep in mind I don't check those things during the show, but I do check them after the show, and whatever comes in will get a response within a few hours. So lastly, check out the Radio Shows tab, and at the top of the page you will see our archive page set up through castbox.fm. And, uh, you know, all the shows for the last, oh, goodness, there's almost 300 shows there. And... uh, since late uh, 2018 and uh, they're all up there you can listen to them in excellent audio quality you can share them via email or social media and we encourage you to do so so other people can find out about the show and the the great information in them and then uh, at the bottom of the page you'll see uh, another link for the facebook page and our chat room and we all know what chat rooms are for take advantage of it Uh, it's a handy thing to have so anyway um 
Keep in mind that the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on the show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the People's Patriot Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say on the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use the show as a jumping-off point to do your own due diligence and research so that you can make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. The number to call into the show is 614-426-8787, 614-426-8787. One last time, 614-426-8787. And if you're on Skype, you can look up Sarge45ACP, that's S-A-R-G-E, the number's 45 and the letters A-C-P as in Paul. Send a contact request to that address and uh, mention that you're a listener and we'll get you approved. And then after that, you can call into the show anytime you want in excellent audio quality. All righty then. So um, yesterday we had a uh, great chat with John and Kathy and Michelle talking about um, the crypto society. And if you haven't, uh, if you didn't hear that show, I encourage you to go back uh, to the archive page and listen to yesterday's replay. A um, lot of good information. And uh, you can also find out more by going to my website, yourdiyhealth.com, and uh, click the, um, uh, uh, well, you scroll down about uh, three-quarters of the way down through the page, and you'll see a little money tree logo. And if you click that, it'll take you right to my sister site called YourDIYWealth.com. Or, of course, you can just type that into your browser's address window and go right to it. YourDIYWealth.com. And um, basically, all you know, click the Crypto Society tab, and uh, there is information there, including a link to the enrollment page, as well as the... Um, uh, my code basically if you decide you want to sign up you need a referral code and i would appreciate it if you would use mine and um, we're at the top of the heap so to speak we're basically getting this started so everybody in the world and it's opening up to 109 countries everybody in the world that um, is going to get in will be pretty much below us which is pretty cool so you'll get a little piece of all that action so anyway uh, i encourage you to check that out and also there is a link there for our yeah, Jim, uh, Monday and Thursday webinars that you can um, uh, click, and then you will be basically able to get the word right from the horse's mouth, John and Kathy, who are our uh, fearless leaders in this mess. Uh-oh, I think I just, somehow or another, Roger just got disconnected, or Robert just got disconnected. Uh, call back, Robert. <laughs> Sorry about that. There he is. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to finish that little spiel, and now, Robert, what's up, buddy? Hello, Robert. Uh, looks like you're muted. Try once. Try twice. Hello? Oh, Robert. Hmm. That's weird. Oh, well. Hopefully, he'll figure out what's wrong going on there, because on my side, it says, okay, it doesn't show him muted now. He's still on his head sideways. <laughs> let, me, let me call him back. See what that works. Get the ringy dingies. Uh, Robert, you there? Hello. Goodness gracious, Robert, come on. I'm, no, Jim, you got me. Yeah, there you are. Okay, sorry about that. My phone was was acting up. I apologize. That that's on me. 
Yeah, you yeah. might turn your video off. That'll uh, straighten out or make this, the audio sound a little better. It won't use so much bandwidth. There you go. Okay. Is that better? Yeah, plus I don't have to look at your ugly mug that way. No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so I heard you on the uh, webinar last night talking about um, your foray into uh, Crypto Society. Mm-hmm. So, you, so did you did you get one position or did you get three? How many did you get? I got three. I got my top one and then two directly underneath it. And the top okay. one is the Cryptopreneur, uh, I think it is. It's like 2,500 euro in uh, Bitcoin. And then the other two, <laughs> I did just the basic ones. They're 250 each. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I keep forgetting you're such a high wage earner. So you <laughs> no, I just stuff. I have stuff left from the old uh, the old days. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate Whatever. to I hated to spend it because I know down the road that third of a bitcoin is going to be worth a whole lot more than what it was the other, last week when I used it, and that just bugs me every time I do it. But well, I think it's going to pay off in the long run. You've already gotten paid back your uh, yeah. your investment right? or some of it. Some of it, no, nowhere near as much. Um, the first, uh, I got a little, you know, probably around a hundred euros worth, something like that. Uh, first payment, which you know, all in all, ain't that bad. Um, no, and uh, it will, you know, they'll keep coming in as more people sign up and that kind of stuff. Um, and the thing starts to cycle. That's when it really gets good. When you have ten points on each side, uh, then it cycles, yeah. uh, and you get two hundred euros worth of Bitcoin. So, um, and that can, you know, that's going to be pretty fun. I just got to get to yeah, get some people in there. I don't get for it um, last night. So you've got the tripod, the, the top spot, and then the two two legs underneath it, which you, uh-huh. you bought all fine. Yeah. So the cycling is going to come uh, up when people sign up underneath you, whether you sign them up or somebody else does, just as right. long as underneath you, that, yeah. that's going to go up. Yeah, if I sign them up myself, I get a, I get a bonus for the enrollment. But if I don't sign okay. them up myself, if they get placed underneath, that's still points under me that uh, every time you have 10 on each side, it will cycle and you'll get paid. 10 points? You have to have 10 points on each side, and it depends on the size of the package the person has and that kind of thing. Uh, the enrollment gotcha. package, that is. <laughs> and but, is it a point for each position? Yeah, it can be anywhere from one point to, I don't know, some, several points, depending. If they come in at a basic, okay. Uh, uh, okay. the $20 or, or whatever okay. it is, it's a single point, I think. And I, I like I said, I really haven't looked at the uh, comp plan enough to really know what I'm talking about there. I just know that they're, yeah. each okay. enrollment package is assigned a certain number of points. And every time uh-huh. you get 10 on each side, it cycles and you get paid. Gotcha. So as long as someone's underneath you, Ed, they clearly will, because mm-hmm. you you're at the top, beginning of this thing. It's it's going to come back to you one way or another, because they're just yeah, especially you. my top position, because uh, I've got um, people down both legs, left and right, and the people below there when they start signing people up and that kind of stuff, it will go. Uh, then the inside ones, <clears throat> the two positions directly below me each have a left and right side as well. So as those get 10 on each side, 10 on the other, then they'll cycle. So I can effectively get paid three times, uh, one on each account. Yeah, and you could. And that'll just even increase more so the more people sign up and mm-hmm. come underneath you, whether yeah. you sign them up or not. Yeah, as those positions get filled and, and people start uh, spreading the word, uh, I think it's going to be pretty lucrative. Mm-hmm. 
It could. And as usual with uh, any kind of a networked situation, the residual money and the stuff is, you know, it's basically um, what you do is very little. You know, you get the ball rolling, but once once things are going, it's all the stuff happening below you that uh, that does everything. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to do it. It just it's going to take me a little more time. I can't throw down twenty five hundred like you can as quickly. Well, you can all. You know, the thing is, if you get the three positions starting out, then you can always upgrade. You know, whenever. Yeah. Uh, the funds are available. You, you know, the as you get paid, you'll develop the extra income within the system that you could upgrade from there. And theoretically, mm-hmm. you could go from the basic positions to the very top, just starting out paying the first ones yourself. And then from what you earn, you could, you know, uh, upgrade every time you get to reach a certain point. And so that would be the, the slow but smart way to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, go as you uh, go, you know, earn it and then put it in. So anyway, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. So, you know, for people that are just hearing this, go to the website, yourdiywealth.com or click the link in the, you know, the Your DIY Health homepage and go to the uh, Crypto Society page within that website. And the information is there. There's a link to the website where you can get more information there's a link to the um, Monday and Thursday night uh, webinars that John and Kathy are doing. And uh, that's 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific. Do the math for the ones in between. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 8 and 7, you know, Central and Mountain. <clears throat> but anyway, all the information is there. And, uh, you know, now's the time. You know, you get in early, you'll be closer yeah. to the top of the heap. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this would probably be a great time. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think that's potential. I just gotta, I just gotta work my way through it because I'm still a little gun shy after the fiasco with BitClub Network, which could clear itself up in a year or so, mm-hmm. and we could start getting stuff out of that. It's just the way that deal went down. Just oh man, it's it's leaving a big bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, and the thing is, they could could end up coming back if they, you know, the lawyers get their job done and, you know, jerk a knot in the government's butt. Because, you know, literally what the government's doing is totally illegal. You know, they can go after the morons that made the claims, but to go in and seize everything from the company that didn't do anything wrong, that's the problem. And I agree. uh, Hopefully they'll get everything back and we can start back up because uh, they didn't do anything wrong. So there's no reason not to. But, uh, again, you know, when you're dealing with people that hate what you're doing, you know, because it's, yeah. it's cutting them out of the, you know, the graph circle, uh, that's yeah. always, you know. My, my only concern, James, is what's to prevent this same fiasco happening to crypto society? It's a totally different thing, for one thing. And, you know, Andy has func- structured it, so I don't know that, I'm not even sure that the servers are in the U.S., so I don't know. I, you know, I'd have to, you know, if he was smart, he would have located him somewhere else. So there would be nothing for them to grab. <laughs> yeah. Basically, because this is all, you know, on online. So they basically would have to have access to the servers to be able to do anything. And if the servers aren't in the U.S., then, you know, in a lot of places, we'll put places, you know, like Tonga and, you know, real remote areas where nobody has access to for the most part. And, uh, you know, something like that. And when you do that, then you're, 
you know, a lot more untouchable. But uh, it is a whole different system. And the other thing is, you know, we got to be careful about what we say. Because the thing that really got it going was when these two idiots who were just, you know, members of the club <laughs> were making, you know, these grandiose statements and claims that they shouldn't have made. And, of course, they made them to the wrong people who invested lots of money. And then when they didn't get their promised payouts, they got mad and went crying to the government. So yeah. that's the thing. You know, we're not making any claims uh, income-wise or anything like that. So that's another issue. Um, you know, if you listen to the webinars with John, Kathy, they, you haven't heard him say anything about how much money you can make, have you? <laughs> no. Yeah. Just percentages, that's all. Yeah. And points. And, you know, they basically talk about the basics, which is the way they should do it in any kind of a network situation. You just talk about the plan that's, you know, set out. And um, as far as I know, everything, you know, Andy's got attorneys that have looked over everything to make sure everything's on the up and up. And then it's, it's been tested so that we'll, you know, we'll not reach a point where it just explodes because it can't handle itself, that kind of thing. Um, so he's taken the precautions to make sure that that kind of thing can't happen here. Uh, you know, there's no guarantees 100%, but uh, it's highly unlikely that anything like that would happen. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, uh, you're you're probably right. Uh, it's just uh, still. But, you know, sure as always, you know, it's the old caveat, never invest, you know, caveat emptor, never invest more you can afford to lose. And that's always the key in something like this. But um you know, I've been lucky so far. I've gotten my money out of every single thing that I've put it into. So I, so far, have come out smelling like a rose. <laughs> um, what kind of rose? You know, but, uh, and part of that came from getting in early. <laughs> but, you know, the, um, the, the big situation here is, you know, we know Andy well enough to know that he's, he's been working on this painstakingly for a number of years, trying to get all the bugs worked out ever before he even broached the topic to anybody and we're rolling it out a little bit at a time so that they can make sure that every single aspect of the system works and works the way it's supposed to uh without mm -hmm. hang-ups and that's a smart way to do it you take baby steps you know a little at a time you don't when the you know when the lake is frozen over for the first time in the season you don't go running out there you know, you take a little step, a little step, a little step. And if you hear anything crack, you back up, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that's well, that's what's going on here. With, one, one thing I, I absolutely do like about it, as opposed to the other programs, is there's no KYC. Mm -hmm. No KYC. I like that. Yeah. And so far, you know, the only way there would be is if um, you ended up doing something outside, you know, and this is where a lot of people have problems when they deal with Bitcoin is they'll use a uh, an exchange like Coinbase or something, which are tied to banks. It's convenient because you can link your bank account to it. The trouble is when you do that, you are now inviting the government in to see what you're doing. So that's a big mistake. Um, you know, there are other more private ways of obtaining the Bitcoin you need to, you know, get started and then once you're started, yeah. you can get Bitcoin within the system. Uh, and that's the better yeah. way to do it. And uh, the only other thing, uh, you know, we're going to have some kind of thing, I, I believe, I'm not positive. Uh, he may have worked that out with Union Pay because it's kind of like a, I, I think he's got it set up so it's going to be kind of like a corporate card 
where the company, so to speak, has already gone through the KYC process, and you're just obtaining a card through the company, so um, they don't need your information. I think that's what he's got set up. Uh, if not, it'll be something that you'll be dealing with the bank in China instead of the bank in the U.S., which, you know, from our standpoint, is a more secure way to do it because we live here, we bank there. Uh, that's the best way to do it. You're outside of the yeah. local system. But, um, you know, who knows? We'll just have to wait and see how things go when they roll it out. But uh, he's been covering all the bases so far, so I'm sure that uh, whatever happens is going to, you know, be done properly. Yeah, and you've you've you have a uh, uh, a wallet already just because you're a member. Yeah, once so you're a you member, can... you have a wallet that you're able. You know, right now it's not super functional because everything isn't started up. But once everything is rolling, you know, you'll be able to. Uh, if you want to, you can link it to a bank account. You can use your fiat currency in the bank account to purchase Bitcoin. Uh, you can send Bitcoin anywhere in the world. Um, I believe, you know, I'm not sure how that all works, you know, whether you can send to a different denomination or they just convert it once they receive it or how that's going to work. But basically everything can be done within the wallet uh, seconds, you know, in no time at all. And again, total privacy. Um, so, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's going to be nice, be really handy. Plus, you know, the different positions have different things where you can have websites in the uh, international mall. Um, so mm -hmm. I'll be, I'll be setting up all my stuff, uh, with links into that so that, you know, anybody in the, in the crypto society would be able to see my product lines and, uh, buy them from basically anywhere, which is going to be kind of cool. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. The only issue I have there is, um, you know, because I'm dealing with like longevity or, um, CTFO or whatever, it would have to be limited to the countries that those companies can ship their products to, but still, yeah. You know, that's quite a number of products in different companies or countries. Yeah. So um, it's just one more, it's just bigger exposure more than anything else because you've got 109 different countries out, out there that will be participating in this and they'll see the product line where they may not have otherwise, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, uh, that is. Just more that exposure, is. more business. Speaking of longevity, how were your numbers for April? Um, not bad. You know, they could have been a whole lot worse. Uh, they weren't quite as good as March, but, uh, still, uh, still decent. You know, I'm still getting as much from longevity as I get from my pension basically. So that's a good thing. <laughs> well, that, yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah. So you're doing, you're doing quite nice. Yeah. Things and are, and I'm, you know, the nice thing is, is relatively little effort, you know, maybe an hour or two a week for the most part, not counting the radio hmm. shows. Uh, that's not too bad you know that's the beauty of the network because once you get to a certain point then basically everything is kind of like on autopilot um, mm -hmm. you know i can go anywhere do anything i want and it just keeps coming which is kind of cool we call it mailbox money but now it's you know direct deposit money <laughs> that's an old term yeah. from the 80s and 90s but uh, i did want to shift gears and uh, mention that um I was on a conference call yesterday, and my uh, buddy, the international attorney, uh, was on, and he had some rather interesting things to say. Um, the the most interesting, he was talking a little bit more about the uh, foundations of the, the virus and everything. The lab in uh, China basically is traced back to Bill and Hillary Clinton, 
uh, there were some shenanigans that went on then in, in exchange for support in his 1996 uh, re-election campaign, I think it was. And apparently that's undisputed fact that the Clintons were involved in that lab. And, of course, Fauci gave money for $3.7 million from the NIH to that lab to study coronaviruses. And uh, Fauci has been linked to, you know, the virus. And there are, there are uh, legal actions being taken against him for conflict of interest, basically, um, because of the fact that he is in the NIH and, you know, as part of this thing, pushing for a vaccine and all this other garbage, but he also has an interest in the thing, that's a definite direct conflict of interest. And it's already gone through the local court level. It's at the appeals level now. And basically, once it gets all the way through the court system, they'll be able to kick his butt out of the NIH. Um, so there are actions involved. You know, I don't know if Trump could do it just, you know, with a stroke of the pen or not. It would be interesting to see. But... Um, I don't know how that works, but basically there are actions being taken to get rid of Fauci. Uh, this guy calls them the Ferengi, because if you remember the Star Trek, uh, the Ferengis were the all about making money. <laughs> and basically their bottom line, and they would do anything to scam a deal. And that's basically what Fauci the Ferengi is doing. Kind of looks like one, too. Um, but uh, anyway, that was one big thing. And then the other thing was, he said, when it's all said and done... The total number of people in this country who have died actually from the virus is less than 1,200 nationwide. So you can see how much they're inflating the numbers. And he said the vast majority of those were over 70 years of age. So um, not that their lives weren't important, but, you know, they had lived their lives for the most part and were you know compromised. And that's why they died from it. But, you know, you look at the numbers, they're pushing here where I think they're somewhere close to 70 or 80,000 is what they're saying. And the accurate number that he's saying, you know, actual people dying from the virus is less than 1,200. That's, uh, that just gives you an idea of the kind of crap we're dealing with here and the level of um, insanity on one side and the level of stupidity on the other. You have these people out here in the generally dumb public that, you know, they've been home for two months basically watching lamestream media and absorbing all the lies no wonder they're out running around in mop gear and you know face mask and gloves and whatnot um you know if you're programmed like that 24 7 for two months you're going to respond accordingly now the other people like myself that don't listen to the news and could care less what those idiots are saying i look outside and nothing's changed it looks you know the sun's up and the bird's out <laughs> Uh, my horses went out this this morning just like they did, you know, beginning of the year, and uh, there's no real difference. I saw a really cool picture or video of, um, I think it was in Colorado, a restaurant had decided they were going to open up for Mother's Day, even though they're not yeah. supposed to. They did. Yeah, I think you yeah. sent it to me. <laughs> that I was did. awesome. And man, that place Twitter. was yeah, packed was. to the gills. And it was. Nobody wearing was. masks and gloves. Everybody having a great time. And yeah. uh, it was super. And then there were more people lined up waiting to get in. But uh, yeah. they weren't social socialist dis distancing or anything like that. And uh, it was going really good. But uh, hopefully more people will be doing that. Here in Ohio, on Friday, they're supposed to open for outdoor dining. And for some reason, makes no sense whatsoever. we got to wait six more days. Then on the 21st, we'll be able to do in, in, inside dining. What difference does it make? 
<laughs> why what's what's six days going to do you know they should just say we're you know if i was those companies i just say screw you people i'm opening you know we can't mm-hmm. you know the problem like i said the big problem is big brother comes down with his iron fist and you know shuts off your water and power this is where being a uh, an off-grid person is a handy thing to be <laughs> go ahead shut yeah. off my power and water if you can <laughs> you'd have to turn off the sun the wind and all that and uh you know, but unfortunately, most people aren't that prepared. And uh, but, you know, I still hope that, you know, if they, they can't turn everybody's water and power off, that's the thing. So if people no. would just everybody go out and do it, you know, flip them the, the finger all at once and just go do it. You know, I'm, you know, that's the only way to do this and do it right. You know, if you do onesie twosies, they can pick you off onesie twosies. But when everybody does it yeah. at once, it's like the old Indian proverb says, you know, a bee by itself is nothing to worry about. But when they group together by the millions, even the, the bravest flee, <laughs> you know, screaming like a little girl. And that's so what we need to do. Um, we need to stick together. The trouble is most people don't have the guts to do that. Mm-hmm. And Samuel is calling. Let's see if we can merge him. Got the merge button, but it probably, well, one says it says it's a mist, and the other one, let's see. Samuel, you there? Yeah, it says he's Yeah, coming. me. Yeah, I just love it, this stupid thing. When you know, I click people in and it says they missed the call, and then they're, then they're here. <laughs> so what's up? Oh, I, I heard something the other day, and it made me think of you, so I thought I'd pass it on. Um have you heard about that uh, a police officer? I don't know if he's state police or whatever up in Washington. He was put a city out that officer. Video. Yeah, I saw his uh, thing, and I forwarded it all over the place on six different YouTube or Facebook pages. And I saw yesterday that now they're trying to fire him. And someone has set oh, up a GoFundMe on, page. He's on administrative leave, and the thing that he said at the end, Jim, is what reminded me of you. He says, well, I've had a bunch of career changes. I don't want this to happen, but if that's what I have to do to, <laughs> to keep some integrity, he said, uh, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll circumnavigate the world. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I didn't hear you that know, part. I that's pretty cool. You. you might be a great shipmate. I'm going to have to get a hold of that dude. <laughs> yeah, sure. Is that the guy that was in the squad car and did that video about yeah. seven or eight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bless his heart. Yeah, it yeah, might cost have to go back and watch that video again. <laughs> it, it, I think it already has. He's on administrative leave. I think his last yeah. name is Anderson. I think so. Yeah. And they're, yeah, uh, that was all, yeah, that's typical. You know, it, it wouldn't, I know if I had done that kind of thing in my department, the same thing would have happened. Um, you know, it's it's sad. I guess it came down at first. At first, they were praising him within the department, but then I guess the governor saw it. Then the lefty that she is, uh-huh. she gave the order to have him can it or else. Yeah, yeah, it's not surprising. Whenever you're working for bureaucrats, and you know, inside the city, you're basically working with non-elected people. They're appointees, yeah. and the governor yeah. can have a lot of say on a city police chief, but. Uh, now, if it had been a county deputy, if the sheriff had been behind him, then it wouldn't have been a problem because the governor, you know, you know, the sheriff can basically, you know, flip the finger to the governor anytime he wants. And we're seeing that all over the place. Uh, I think it was Arizona where this idiot female governor, you either enforce the law or resign. Screw you, lady. <laughs> you stick to your oath of office or you resign. Um, 
But yeah, that's Jim, uh, that's the kind of thing that's going on. Robert, did you say something? Yeah, couldn't he get a lawyer and sue them? Oh yeah. Do you think? You know, it's got to go through the process because they've got to try and you know say whether it's for cause and that kind of thing, and um, that's the problem. You get these bozos on top that they get their you know panties in a twist, and they don't care what what's legal. They just think that they're the all-powerful Oz, and what they say goes with no question, and that's not true. Um, you know, I had I had a lieutenant that wanted to fire me several times. And I filed grievances every time and broke it off on his backside uh, because what I did was totally lawful and what they were doing was totally unlawful. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, he, can, he can get an attorney. Um, the only downside, depending on, you know, if, it's, if it truly was within the, you know, outside the department, then he'd probably be okay. Um, if he, you know, if it was within the department and they had a, a hard-on for him, so to speak, um, he could win that battle, but it's, it's going to be a constant fight. You know, I was there for 16 years and I was fighting with him for 14. You know, that gives you an idea mm -hmm. and it's, uh, it's stressful. Yeah. It takes its toll on you, but, sure. uh, yeah. you know, that's, sure. that's something he's got to look at and being young and that kind of thing. And if he really wants to surf and circumnavigate the world, uh, <laughs> I think he has a family though. So I don't know if you'd want to leave them home. Um, uh, but mm. You know, I am going to be looking for a crew. <laughs> yeah, you should so, talk to him. I think he'd, he'd be a kindred spirit. Yeah, sounds like it, man. But, uh, yeah, I have to go back and re-watch re the video because I, I don't know if I shut it off before it was over, after I got the gist of what he was saying, or if I, I just, you know, it was a different version. I think he did this just yesterday where he told us what the outcome of that might be Because I just saw his original one down. where he was, you know, and what he said originally was was pretty spot on. You know, there were little technical things, which is not uncommon, uh, but yeah, his heart was in the right place. And, um, yeah, I may have to see if I can reach out to that dude when the time comes. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, you should. You should. But, I want to hear his story. Yeah, it does yeah, It help. does pretty much suck, though. Uh, it might be fun just to try. I don't know. You know, during the, while this is all pending, he'd be wise not to go on a radio show, but uh, afterwards yeah. it might be interesting. Mm -hmm. Jim, have, mm -hmm. I, I got, a, I got a, a sort of a health-related question for yeah. you. Have uh, have the people that you know, um, has people uh, experienced any anxiety in the last week? Um, well, there's two different types of people. The people that are on longevity, no. <laughs> the people that are not on longevity, yeah. Uh, I know we got some people in my church, you know, they're older women living alone and things like that, and they're, you know, watching the news and freaking out um but our pastor's been preaching messages that help to deal with that and i we most of them are really starting to get the idea that things are not as bad as they're hearing um but yeah overall there's a lot of you know the generally dumb public the more hooked on to the, the lamestream media they are the more anxiety there is because they're you know and i can understand it if i put myself in their shoes where i was being fed a line of uh you know apocalyptic bs you know, all day long, I would tend to get freaking out too. But, you know, the whole thing, it's fear, false evidence appearing real. And that's what it's all about. When you have the knowledge to understand, you know, it also could stand, face everything and rise, you know, it's just how you look at it. Um, but fear is like, you know, I hate to, you know, and it wasn't, uh, 
Roosevelt who coined this. He just stole it from somebody else, a philosopher or something. But, you know, all we have to fear is fear itself. And that's exactly what's going mm-hmm. on. These people are just being, you know, brainwashed with all this crap and they're reacting accordingly because they don't know how to do research and think critically and that kind of thing. So, yeah. You know, I, all no, you got to do is look outside, go to the grocery store, and every single person wearing gla- mask and gloves, they fit that bill. You know, there's anxiety yep. there. And the yeah. ones who are walking well, around like the, there's the nothing going on. The reason I up is, is a little different. I'm a person whose the glass is always half full. I'm mm-hmm. very positive, and I, I live my life that way, and I take care of my body and business, et cetera. And uh, last week, I had these weird feelings just overcoming me like why am i feeling this? i kept asking myself and asking <laughs> myself why am i feeling this way what, what's the deal right and uh, yesterday a friend sent me a video and stuff that came from some remote viewers and i guess this was checked out also um he showed on the video what he thought he was seeing and it meshed up last week the earth's magnetic field did something it's never done in the history of us observing it. It actually almost reversed itself. Really? You know, this, the, it, when you're looking at it normally, it's like the Earth is like a cannonball running, like an airplane running into a headwind, right? And you've got the solar mm-hmm. um, radiation solar just pouring over the Earth. Yeah. Well, that thing totally shut down and almost went back towards the sun in the other direction, something it's never done, and they say that can really affect how people feel on the planet. Yeah, I can imagine it would. I've never heard of that, but it so sounds interesting. Like, <laughs> and he showed the video of it. It's it's really pretty impressive of how it how it it's it just totally almost reversed itself. Yeah. You know, that's one of the things my attorney guy said yesterday. We have the problem, then we have the reaction to the problem, and then we have the reaction to the reaction. And that's the problem-reaction-solution. And, you know, he was saying that there's going to be second waves, third waves, and everything. And, again, I still believe that this is being used as a cover for the rollout of 5G. And if that's the case, we'll never see the end of this. Because as long as 5G is with us and it keeps spreading... You know, it's going to be affecting more and more people. And, uh, yep. you know, that's just going to play right in. So we're going to have to figure out a way to gear up the information system to let people know that, no, this is not the bug. This is, you know, electromagnetic radi- radiation from 5G. And we need to get a, a movement going to stop that crap. But uh, that's that's I something that... Is some places. Yeah. You know, it's you know. I was thinking that maybe the creator's hand is in this somehow to uh, mm-hmm. throw a wrench in the gears. Yeah. Always, <laughs> anything's Always. possible, so to speak. It'll be interesting to see, but yeah, I can I can imagine that uh, that kind of thing could cause some anxiety, and of course, you know, that's the other thing you got to look at is we have the the outward fruits of the bug you know the 1200 so people in this country that actually died from it then you also have the secondary things in the form of all the suicides the domestic violences you know hundreds of people have committed suicide thousands have had you know been beat up because of you know husband and wife being stuck in the house together it's the christmas week syndrome you know on steroids and then you know the children that are 
you know, starving because the only meal they got was at school and, mm-hmm. you know, being home with abusive parents and that kind of thing. The kind of things mm-hmm. that are, you know, that are not being reported about on the news that are going to have a far, far, far more severe effect. You no, know, not to mention the fact that all the people that have lost their livelihoods over this time, you know, all these different things that are, you know, all reasons why we need to open things up as soon, you know, yesterday. And uh, it's just, you know, one day at a time, we've got to take things, but we've got to take it back. And the other problem is, is this this first hit was a test program. They were trying to see just how much we'd let them get away with. And now they're pretty well bolstered in the fact that, hey, we can come up with just about anything. And these idiots will swallow it hook, line, and sinker and, you know, give up all their rights. You know, and that's, yep. I'm not talking about us, but the generally dumb public, you know, the 99.999% of the people out there who are clueless, those people, you know, I don't know that we have the 3 to 5% that we had to stand up during the revolutionary times. Uh, that's what scares me. That's what's making me anxious. And Ellen, thanks a lot for being in the chat room and listen, buddy. Appreciate it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's going to... It's going to be interesting. There's no question. And every day it's something new. Just, you know, everybody seems to think, okay, we're opening back up. It's going to be back to normal. Yeah. Wish my daddy used to say, wish in one hand and poop in the other and see which one fills up first. And he didn't say poop. It was another four letter word, but you get the idea. And, uh, this, this is not, we're not going back. I, I, I'd be willing to yeah, bet it, my next 10 paychecks on I, that. I don't see how we could. The, the coup de grace to this whole thing, in my opinion, would be, okay, They the, some of these Republican-type states, they go forward, they open things up, and then they seat us with a really nasty something or other mm-hmm. that really does take people out. Yeah. That would be the end. That's That's the thing, and that's what I'm expecting is – you know, we'll open back up. There'll be a, a, a lull, short period, maybe, you know, five to six days, five to six weeks. Who knows? And then all of a sudden, boom, something will come that was, well, we told you you shouldn't have opened yet back up. And, you know, we have to lock everybody down and restrict movement again and all this other crap. That's kind of what I'm expecting. Yeah. And if it doesn't, I, I, I hope Moore. the heck I'm wrong. <laughs> but uh, I would not be surprised if something like that came out. But going back to what are, are we knew before. Are you familiar with John Moore, Jim? What's that? Are you familiar with John Moore? No. He's the, called the Liberty Man. Hmm. He's a RBN. He's been the, one of the oldest hosts on RBN. He has a morning show. Uh, and he comes on Hagman and Hagman every Monday. Hmm. Um, he's a, He's been an investor. He's, he's, he's ex um, a Vietnam era intelligence and uh green beret um and he's been an investigator all his life and he's saying that they're gonna they have a they're gonna have a vaccine for 350 million americans ready by memorial day and it's going to be mandatory and Good luck with that. he says there's no way for them to have made that many vaccines in that period of time unless they started six months prior to this. At least. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Years ago. That's the thing. This whole thing is, you know, if you look look back, you know, there was a patent for the vaccine, you know, a couple of years ago. And that's the whole thing, you know, that nobody knows for sure because it was a coronavirus that was patented. But it was one of uh, Bill and Melinda Gates's groups in the background that did it, 
And then they also got the patent for vaccine for a coronavirus. So, you know, they can make it mandatory all they want. <laughs> you know, that's how they're going to reduce the population because it's going to be the side effects of all the uh, non-vaxxers shooting the people trying to vaccinate them. <laughs> they're going to restrict travel and stuff on you. That's what they're probably will try to do. No driver's license, no getting on an airplane unless you volunteer, right? Yeah. And again, you know, and that's I, going to catch a lot of people yep. that wouldn't normally. You know? I would, I would have a hard time seeing Trump signing that. You know, it would, if he did, that would really, you know, solidify my dislike for the guy. <laughs> um, wow. That's just like this uh, bill, this HR six 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 that they've got that would supposedly give pe- give the whoever the authority to go into every house and do mandatory testing and remove anybody who's positive and all that kind of crap. You know, it's of course yeah. it's a house bill and it'll probably pass the house, but it won't pass the Senate and even if it did pass the Senate, Trump wouldn't sign it. Um but you know, same kind of thing here. They can try and legislate mandatory vaccines, but number one, the government doesn't US government doesn't have the authority to do that. They have no constitutional authorization whatsoever, and uh, there yeah, would be lawsuits all, all over the place. What's that? Some some cities, some, some cities have even uh, filled like skater bowls with sand so that the kids can't go and skate. I mean, yeah, but you know, <laughs> they did that in L.A. and within a day or two, the skaters went in, moved it all out, and started skating again. <laughs> and the ones that weren't skating started using snowboards. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now, that's yeah. A little finger. It's it's funny the <laughs> how the, they reacted, but they didn't. Eh, no big deal. We'll just we'll we'll shovel it out, or we'll do this, we'll do that, <laughs> and they found a way to get around it. But yeah, I probably mean, probably the hardest they worked in their lives. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the thing is, is that's what if nothing else, this is going to show them that sooner or later, there's no way they can deal with everybody. And when everybody is totally pissed off, you know, and even. When even the liberals are buying guns, you know there's some somebody starting to take notice and realizing something's wrong. And uh, there's a lot of the most of the gun sales this year have been from people that liberals that have never owned a gun. And that's scary in the fact that hopefully they'll get some training uh, and then stop being liberals. But, um, you know, who knows? Let's see, Alan in the chat room says, I spoke with a 21-year-old girl earlier this week. She said she gets very sick after each vaccine she ever gets. Why does she keep getting them? (laughs) She doesn't want a coronavirus vaccine to be mandatory. You know, that is a, there's there's no way. That's a violation of so many different constitutional standards. Uh, The Fourth Amendment, the Ninth Amendment, uh, good grief. Uh, Not to mention. I have a friend who raised her raised her daughters without uh, the vaccination things and now their daughters are both teachers and in order for them to keep their career they had to get vaccinated as adults in order to teach children in california well the first thing they're living in the wrong state (laughs) yeah people's republic of california (laughs) you know really really ought to give that back to mexico (laughs) you know Mandatory vaccine will apply to all U.S. citizens. Yeah, and that's the thing; <clears throat> it won't apply to someone who's not a citizen. And that's your first. That's why yeah. I carry, you know, I carry my uh, uh, copy of my affidavit in my wallet, 
and it's right six yeah. inches from my 45. <laughs> if one doesn't work, the other <laughs> one will. Is <laughs> the way I look at it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. You know, and that's that's the thing. You know, people have to realize that there's always a a remedy. You just have to figure out what it is and how to implement it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, and that's a big one. I will not be vaccinated. I don't care what. Me either. Me either. And, you know. Hey, Jim, speaking yeah. of your 45, mm-hmm. how hard is that to break down and clean? And how deep oh, do you have to go to do a general cleaning? Um, it's, a, it's a government or a government model. It's actually an officer's ACP by Colt. And they're very easy no, to, to take down, strip, yeah, and, and clean. Um, I do it regularly. You know, usually, um, definitely after every time I fire it, and then usually, you know, depends. Since I carry it every day, I, I try and make sure at least once a month or so I'll, I'll do an inspection, make sure everything's lubed and working right and clean and there's no lint in the barrel and junk like that. Um, but uh, every time I uh, put it on, I cycle it, make sure that everything's working the way it should and that, the you know, there's one in the tube and all that. Mm. Do but, you uh, carry it half-cocked? I carry it. They call it condition one. It's called cocked and locked. I've got a friend at uh, my church who he's a former airborne and he carries a, uh, it's a Ruger 45, 1911. And he carries it with a hammer down. And I've never had a chance to ask him why that just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> um, but it's funny. I carried, I carried a full size government model when I was on the police department and I was the range master. So I, t- I did all the range training and stuff and uh, well, this was before I got that position. <clears throat> but one day I was at a special duty job, and one of the officers came in for a second, and he looks and says, "You know your ham- you know your gun's cocked." I said, "We're going to have to have a talk." <laughs> I said, now it is double action, isn't it, James? What's that? It is double action. You no, it's a single action. It was fire. The nineteen eleven government models are single action. You have to cock oh. the first time. Okay. Uh, in order to pull the trigger, and then after that, the slide cycling back recocks it for the next shot. Okay. And that's uh, why you care. You okay. have a manual safety that you cock it, then you flip that manual. It's a thumb safety that you flip up, and it's. I honestly believe it's one of the safest guns on the planet. You know, just like that mm-hmm. officer who should have known. You know, if he had gotten my gun, or if a bad guy got my gun, most of the time they would not know how to make it fire. Unlike most other guns, you know, virtually anything else out there in a a law enforcement officer's holster, you get it from them, you just pull the trigger, and it's going to go off 99.9 times out of 10 or 100. Uh, With mine, unless you know the manual of arms on that gun, you aren't going to make it fire. And that gives me time to draw my, you know, get undercover, draw my back up and and that kind of thing. That's one of the reasons I carry it, but I just love the, the Colt 45 anyway. But um, yeah. it's a super safe so, gun from a from the standpoint of someone gets it away from you, the chances are they're not going to know how to yeah. shoot you. So your second nature is to undo the safety before firing. That's just yeah. It's it's you know you. when I you know that's the only way I carry it, and every time you know when I when I put it away at night, the first thing I do is I disengage that safety. You know, drop the hammer safely. And then next time I re-engage it, every time I, you know, go through the stuff at the range, you know, it's it's second nature. It's muscle memory. You automatically know that thing comes out, thumb swipes the safety, and you're ready to go. Um, but like I said, most people that don't know guns, 
even people that claim to know guns, <laughs> they wouldn't know how to make it fire because they don't know about that safety. They just squeeze that trigger and there's nothing happening. They'll be looking at it and then I'll shoot them with my other one. <laughs> I always carried a backup when I was on the job and I, I do sometimes now, depending on where I'm going. And I always have several knives. You know, I never violate rule number nine. Rule number nine? Yeah, if you ever watch NCIS, Leroy Jethro Gibbs has 51 rules. And rule nine is never go anywhere without a knife. And at any given time, oh. I've got I've got uh, two or three on me right now, just sitting here doing the show. Wow. <laughs> wow. And, uh, when I'm out and about, so, I have three or four. My money clip when, is actually a little knife. <laughs> gotcha. So at, at night... That forty-five is not on your nightstand, or is it? It's on my nightstand, but the hammer's down. Oh, okay. So you would cock it before mm-hmm. if you heard a loud noise. You cock yeah. it and then go then yeah. investigate. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because I don't want that spring, okay. you know, the main spring to be, uh, you know, under constant tension. You got to let it down every once in a while so it has a chance to relax. Gotcha. <laughs> and you're proficient with knives, I assume. Hmm? I can hold my own. <laughs> If you're close enough to okay. cut, I'll probably be able to cut you. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. All right. Makes perfect sense. Well, don't mess with Jim Ram. Well, uh, everybody else is watching football and baseball and that kind of stuff. I'm figuring out what what if scenarios. What if somebody broke through the door right now? <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. when I was training people on the police department. I was always going through, going over things with them. I said, you should never have a dull moment. You should always be thinking about what would you do if something like this happened. Um, yeah. Guys drive down the street, and I'd stop them in the middle of the street. I said, what street are we on? What's our direction of travel? Uh, what happens if somebody runs out in the middle of nowhere and stops you, and you got to respond? How are you going to call for backup if you don't know where you are? <laughs> you know, little things like that. Yeah. You know, Jim, what got me in my days of driving a taxi down in Vegas, I was just floored by the number of people who didn't know directs north, south, east, west. That, yeah. that just, I, I just, I just don't get that. Yeah. And I that was one it. of the things uh, for quite a while on our department, whenever somebody, when they call us on the radio, we give our, uh, our location. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, if a sergeant wanted to screw with you, he'd ask for your location and exact mileage. <laughs> and if you weren't where you were supposed to be we i actually have one guy that he spent a whole bunch of time driving his car in reverse trying to roll back the odometer before the supervisor got there (laughs) oh it was crazy are you you familiar with a a guy by the name of vince finale yeah i've heard that name uh he's he's got a or at least he used to have a show on genesis uh was kind of a survivalist kind of thing I haven't listened yeah. to him in years, he, but I, I know who he is. His gun training, I guess he got from that Mar guy who's like a weapons expert. And uh, the final part of his training was he wasn't going to be told when. And it was a rubber bullet invasion of his own place and a, a firefight Ooh. to really bring home what it's all about. Man, that would be. <laughs> that would be fun. And he got yeah, that would he, be fun. He, he said those babies are painful. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, years yeah. ago, um 
there was a uh, law enforcement expo at the Columbus uh, uh, Convention Center, and a buddy of mine was the COO of the Law Enforcement Alliance of America. They came out, and I helped them man a booth. And right around the corner from us, there was a, a reactive training group, and they had uh, Smith & Wesson semi-autos that were modified with smaller barrels, so you couldn't put live ammo in them. But they were uh, actual cartridges that were uh, compressed air. Super, I mean, t- you know, like 20,000 pounds per square inch in these little cartridges. And they had rubber bullets that, I mean, the guns functioned just like the reg- the real McCoy. They were the real McCoy, but it was just not live ammo. And um, the first thing we each did was shoot our shoot the other guy in the leg with the thing. Just it was like, woo, those things leave a welt. <laughs> But yeah. Um, yeah. they had a really cool uh, training scenario. It was like a semi-trailer setup, and they had a screen with a video system, and the guy in the control room could uh, basically, he'd hear your commands. You had to give you know, actual voice commands and use, use uh, cover and all kinds of stuff, and he could modify the scenario where one minute the guy would stop and put his gun down, the next minute the same guy would shoot at you, and you had to adjust accordingly. And he had a full automatic paintball gun that was at the top of the screen that he could shoot you with. If you weren't using cover properly, he could hit you with those things. And they were hard. They were the, they weren't paintballs. They were solid plastic, the same size. And man, those things really hurt if they hit you. And, um, it was a really cool scenario. And we went through a couple of different ones. And I'm happy to say every round I fired hit, you know, either most of them hit the actual, uh, you know, critical areas. A few hit arms and legs and stuff like that. But generally speaking, I survived my situations. My buddy, not so much. <laughs> but uh, it was fun. And uh, cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, but you know, that that's as as realistic as it gets. You know, you, you you see the thing on the screen, and then the 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 screen will register where your hits landed. And they'll go back and freeze the image when the shots were fired so you can actually see the guy's body and you can see where each one of your rounds hit and you know whether it was a you know a wounding round or you know a incapacitating or a kill shot. Uh, it was really pretty oh. slick. But uh, yeah, well, I was fun with that. Right in a scenario like that of getting a rubber bullet in the eye or something like that. And well, we had, we had to wear you know, get a face mask and all that. We're not face masks, but we were wearing goggles uh, just for that, just in case. Because, yeah, it could... Uh, you could have an accident, even with the with the simulation stuff. It still, you know, still could get you if it hit the wrong spot. Yeah. But we're down to about a minute left. Wow, man, been fun. Yes, we go. So, goodness, yeah, crazy stuff going on out there. But I don't think we're going to see any return to real normalcy. You know, they keep saying the new normal, which is the new buzz phrase. Um, I don't think so. I'm acting like nothing's happened really. But uh, the big problem is, is so many people aren't, and the only thing I, I can't do what I want to do because the places I want to go aren't open. And uh, yeah, <laughs> all right, you're on YouTube, place. buddy. <laughs> Appreciate it. But uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting. But I think uh, the next several weeks are still there's going to be some other stuff, you know, coming out that uh, is going to be very surprising. And uh, just be ready uh, for the other shooter yeah. drop, you might say. Yeah, and that way you won't be caught off guard and you won't have the big anxiety hit that so many other people are going to happen. Because you think it's bad now, wait until people think it's going back to normal, and then the second one drops. And it's, oh, nope, we're back, everybody back in the house. <laughs> and uh, that will be interesting because a lot of people are going to say, I don't think so. Did this once, not going to do it again. Boing. Yeah, i got to come up with a way of tiling that down a little bit. <laughs> 
Well, anyway, guys, thanks a lot. Appreciate you being here. Great conversation. And we'll be back tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. Until then, take care of your bodies. It's the only place you have to live. We'll see you all tomorrow. Take care and God bless.